New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. Hello and good morning, and welcome to a new edition of Ministers Talking Shit. I'm your host, Rev Z, and my co-host, Rev Briz, is on the road. He's uh, performing some family duties back east, and uh, so this morning, I'm here. And um, we are looking forward to bringing you Ministers Talking Shit. This program happens every Friday morning at 7 a.m. on the Mountain Time Zone, and uh, it's a program where we seek to talk about anything and everything and then look at it from a spiritual perspective and how it affects us and how we can continue to learn from um, from the things that go on during the day. And so I want to start the program off by just saying, uh, I know it's not the fifth anymore, but happy Cinco de Mayo, which was celebrated yesterday. But uh, because of the weekend, there will be a lot of celebrations this weekend, today and tomorrow, celebrating um, the holiday. And, and for those of you who may not know what Cinco de Mayo is or why it's celebrated, it celebrates a battle, actually. It's the anniversary of the Mexican army's defeat over the Second French Empire back in 1862. And so there was this large French force that was in Mexico trying to take over Mexico City. And uh, they had a little small Mexican force, but they they beat them. And 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 so this holiday is celebrating that. Now it 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 uh, it's more celebration of uh, Mexican American and Mexican culture. Um, and so all the festivities around the culture and everything in there. But that is the origin of Cinco de Mayo, which was yesterday. And um, it is a, a, a nice celebration. If you've never gone, you should go and check one out if they have it in your neighborhood and see what's going on. And so that's that. And, you know, it's happened again, folks. I'm, I'm sure you've all seen it. You've all heard about it, at least. Uh, and I may be being a little presumptuous saying everybody, but another comedian has been uh, attacked, assaulted, whatever you want to call it, on stage. Uh, 
Dave Chappelle was performing at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A. And a guy rushed the stage and tackled him. Now, this was a little different from the incident that happened at the Oscars. But this was even worse because the gentleman who approached the stage had a gun with a knife on it. Uh, and and we're, 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 we're lucky, if you will, that that uh, that incident wasn't, you know, deadly, if you will, because he got on the stage and tackled Dave Chappelle and his security team. And, and, and a lot of shout out to to Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes, who were at the show um, and, and and offered some security and protection for Dave Chappelle. They're, they're good friends, so kind of fixed that up. And, and, you know, this is gone too far. I mean, we know what comedians do, right? They, 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 they try to make light of situations and have a political or, or, or commentary about things and events. And if people uh, don't like that commentary, they, then they shouldn't go to the show or they shouldn't listen. I mean, you don't have to attack somebody because you don't like what they say. You know, we talk about freedom of speech and free speech means that. And if you don't want to hear that speech, then you shouldn't go, right? You shouldn't attend the 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 program where they are having that type of speech and so um i'm sure there'll be more to follow the person who um did the assault um was arrested he's a 23 year old i forget his name 23 year old uh aspiring rapper i guess and 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 they've got some videos of him making raps about uh uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. I'm not sure what the time frame is, but but again, um, what's happening to our world where where we are getting to a point to where everything becomes physical because of something someone said, and that's that is a bit scary. That is a bit scary. So so let's let's uh, let, let us put out some positive vibe that people can have conversations around statements and jokes or whatever it is that are being said that, um, that we don't, uh, uh, don't agree with that. We don't agree with. So, um, glad Dave Chappelle is safe and, um, the comedy will go on and I'm sure we will hear more about this. And, and by the way, Chris Rock was in the audience and he came on stage and, and made a joke and said, hey, was that Will Smith? You know, so so the jokes continue. The jokes continue. Um, another thing this week, um, J.D. Vance uh, won his primary election with the backing of Donald Trump. Uh, and so he won the, uh, the Republican primary, and we'll see what happens in the general election in November. Um, but it's interesting that the former president has still has sway over a large constituent of voters um, standing on ideas that are counter in my estimation of the American culture and what we're trying to do. And, and, and so 
it'll be interesting to see, given that display of of uh, support that that the former president gave to Vance, and and it's going to be interesting to see how things happen leading up to the midterms in November. I mean, there in the next couple of weeks, there are a few more elections where I think uh, the former president has endorsed or is endorsing a couple of candidates or a couple of candidates who are, are trying to ride his coattails. And um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. You, you would think given all of the uh, manner of things that are going on today, right? Uh, COVID virus is rising again. Um, they had, there's, there's a new variant. There's something going on. There's a hundred and I think I saw it was 156% increase on the East coast and more than that on the West coast. And, um, you know, it, people are starting to be hospitalized again. So we can't let our guard down on these things. Um, and we have all these things going on and, and, and we are still fighting to have politicians and leaders who are serious about representing the constituents or the people of the United States in a manner that allows us to, uh, you know, carry on business as usual and solve some of the real problems we have, right? As opposed to, you know, telling stories. I mean, we 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 look at we look at what's going on in the Ukraine continually, right? It's still raging. They're still bombing, and you know, saying we're gonna. Uh, allow civilians to have a safe passage out of the out of the fire zone, and then they continue to fire. So um, it's going to be uh, interesting to see who comes into office in the midterm and and how that sways the control uh, of our government. So um, let's keep, let's keep the good fight going. Let's, uh, let's, let's tell everybody to tell everybody to, to be vigilant, to do your homework and to figure out what it is that our leaders are supposed to be doing and let's hold them to it. Let's, let's make them accountable. And if they're not, let's not vote them back in. I mean, that's the, that's the bottom line. If they're not accountable, let's vote them out of office completely. Right. And so um, that is uh, uh, one of the things that I think we all should pay attention to because we know that there's good leadership available that, that, are, that, that, that have a, uh, a keen eye on, on issues that affect the people, that affect the planet, that, that, that are high-minded, and they're really trying to serve the populace. And so I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there before we go on to the next the next segment here or the next story here, which I'm sure everybody is aware of what's going on with interest rates and the stock market and the inflation and uh, jobs or the lack thereof or the are there way too many. I mean, the picture can be painted, and it is painted in all kinds of ways. I mean, the Federal Reserve raised of interest rates another half a percentage point. Um, and then somewhere in there, the market dropped. And then it went up 900 points. And then the next day, it dropped another 1,000 points. And so we are on this yo-yo of up and down 
stock market, which, which to be clear, we, we talked about this before on another program in Denver. Maybe we'll just have to do a program on, on economy and, and the, and, and uh, the stack, the stock market is not the economy and so forth. Um, but, you know, we are into a place right now where the, where the common people are beginning to, you know, think, how am I going to navigate through this? How long is this going to happen? I can remember back in the day uh, when I was trying to buy my first house, the interest rate was something like 10, 12% to buy a house. I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself now because now you're going to go look and see when that was. Um, but it was about 10 or 12% if I remember correctly. And, you know, now they've gone back up to about 5% for mortgages. Uh, if you could have got a mortgage, a primary mortgage, uh, maybe nine months ago, you could have gotten that mortgage safely in the two seven five to the three percent, depending on your, you know, what you were buying and your credit rating. And now it's five and rising. And so, where we've had this problem with people buying housing, now that's shifting over to people being able to rent. Because now people are out of their homes, they may have sold, they can't buy something else. And now we're in this uh, rentage, rental, um, I don't know what they would call it, glut or, 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 or rental um, escalation. But it's becoming a problem because we have people that are gainfully employed uh, with careers, but they're not able to find decent housing for themselves and for their families. And so, again, you know, something we've talked about on the program before, we have to begin to figure out all these things in unison. We, you know, we're, we're very good at taking one issue and highlighting it and saying we're going to do that, but it often seems like it's done in isolation, right? And we don't look at the other pieces of the puzzle that can make it a holistic problem. So when we start, you know, we, we, we houses raise and we say, yes, that's that we want that the price, not outlandishly, but we know that housing, uh, housing ownership is one of the largest ways that a family builds wealth and transfers wealth to their children or to their heirs or offsprings, however you want to look at it. But when prices are high, Inflate and, and interest rates are high, and there's still discrimination between people of color and, and, and marginalized people in our community. We begin to tear down or undermine the very fabric of what this country was made on. You know, if we go all the way back to right after the Second World War, there some of you may have heard this story, and if you haven't, uh, it'd be a great one to do. They had a program on uh pbs i forget the name but they were talking about this place called levittown in new york where they built these it was like one of the first planned communities that they built in in levittown new york um you know people had yards but it was restricted they had in the covenant if you will no blacks allowed right and so people were building wealth and gaining wealth at the exclusion of other people who were working just as hard and contributing more 
just as much, and in some cases more, to the building of this country, and they were not able to get an equal footing. So, um, we, 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 these are things we have to look at. We have to look at what is going on um, in, in, in regards to um, the economy, the interest rates, the housing issue, which, which inevitably the housing slash rental market, and it will push up the, un, the unhoused. I mean, people are going to be homeless because they can't afford rent. You know, three, there was a story where uh, uh, a lady, I think it was in the Miami area, uh, there was a like, I think it was 1,200 square foot home and she was, pay, they wanted her to pay like $3,300 a month for rent. $3,300 a month for rent. I mean, that is, in a lot of cases, that's two mortgages for 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 you know a decent house. And um, so you know we 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 need to be vigilant uh, vigilant in how we go about trying to um, look at our people, create opportunities, knowing that there is definitely an opportunity to do that. There's definitely an opportunity to do that. So let's um, let's stay 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 aware. Let's stay prayerful. Let's stay uh, in tune with with the economy and everything that's going on. And you know, I, I had a little, uh, I guess you could say, trouble trying to figure out what our closing story would be today. Uh, and I am by no means an expert on the subject, but I I do think we have to talk about it. And if there's anyone in the audience today that wants to chime in on the whole situation of Roe v. Wade that's that's pressing upon us right now. Uh, and of course, as always, you know, there's always two sides to a story and, and I'm not advocating as a as a, a reporter, if you will, I'm trying to report the facts. But we know that if they strike down Roe v. Wade, that there are going to be a lot of people in jeopardy of 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 not having services to take care of themselves or or having the choice to lead their lives as they see fit. I mean. The, the last I heard, I thought people had a certain freedom and a certain independence to live their lives accordingly, um, you know, within the constraints of of, of uh, their own safety and, and not just doing outlandish things. And so a lot of states now are beginning to prepare and try to prepare for what looks like to be an inevitability of overturning Roe v. Wade. And so um, it's, 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 a, it's a touchy subject for a lot of people, you know, of trying to define um, when life begins and when is it safe and under what conditions that, that, that a woman can, can have abortion or have an abortion. Um, you know, as a man, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I, I can have an opinion of what I believe, but to, to be able to tell a woman what she can do with her body or anyone for that matter, what they can do, uh, to me, it seems like it begins to cross a line, right? 
Um, we know that oftentimes the numbers of those who will be underserved as a result of this will be uh, people of color and poor people, marginalized people will be the ones who will be affected the most. Um, and if a person wants to have an abortion, they're going to have one, right? And and so, you know, it's, I, I look at it like we have drug clinics, right? In some places, we have drug clinics where, where uh, individuals who may be addicted to a drug can go to a place and get needles and get things to to uh, satisfy their addictions in, a, in what is called a safe environment, if you will. Um, and, and, and I'm not trying to compare the two by no means, but um, if we can allow and set up safe havens for someone that's addicted to a drug, then I'm thinking we should be able to allow safe haven for women to make choices about their life as well and how they want to you know, engage. And so um, where are we headed? Where are we headed? Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I know Colorado is a state right now that they're anticipating because there are laws on the books that will still provide, excuse me, uh, provide people an opportunity to seek abortions if that's the choice that they make. Um, but I think in a lot of the states, the laws that are on the book, because when they knock down Roe v. Wade, it will become a um, it will become part of of the state's responsibility to to uh, administer or or oversee the process of abortion. And, and Linda's chiming in here. You know, to me, Roe is the story this week. Management of our body's health is my business not the government's and that is true that is true and 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 so we, we we allow you know we you know we speak with 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 such um dividedness i mean when we start talking about gun control we know guns you know people say guns don't kill people kill right but we know people pull the trigger uh the gun don't pull the trigger by itself and we fight tooth and nail for people to, to get assault weapons and I mean, oh, they say they don't, but they still manufacture them. And it's, you know, it's different if they were just creating them for military, but they're not any, I could go out right now and get an AK-47 assault weapon. And so we have people fighting tooth and nail for those kinds of freedoms, if you will. But here's a case where we're trying to allow women to make the decisions about their body, their life. And, you know, we, we have taken a, uh, uh, those who are, are opposed really, rather, have taken a high moral ground of how to legislate morality is what they're really trying to do. And that's, and that's sad because um, the, the, the morals of, of, the, of, the, of the Amazon basin is quite different from the morals of a a, a a small tribe in in I don't know let's say the Sahara, because morals comes out of an, a collect a collective agreement among the people. However, you whether you want to say it was from from a divine source or not, morality is a is a is a collective agreed upon way of behavior. 
And so people with different circumstances, different environments, different uh, 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 encounters with reality come up with a different set of morales. So, you know, this, this, this whole thing with the abortion where people are trying to force their morales on others is, is, is a lot, right? And I know I have my, my, my morals and I can try to force them on somebody, but mine were developed based on my, my encounter with reality. And so it's, we're going to, um, we're going to be looking at in the next couple of weeks, how this information got out early, which is really going to be a part of uh, the drama behind it because the decision was leaked. And so now there's a manhunt on a woman hunt. We don't know who leaked the information out before it was supposed to be. And so now there's a whole nother issue. I mean, here it is supposed to be the Supreme Court, the highest court of the land that's supposed to be legislating and, 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 and adjudicating, if you will, on issues that face the people uh, um, free from outside influence, if you will. And now the whole country, the whole world knows what looks to be pending, right? And so now how is that going to affect the overall decision of the court? You know, that's the thing to think about, uh, you know, which is which is why, you know, they have jurors. Uh, these are judges. But when they have a, a, a trial, they have jurors if they sequester them so that they don't be in. So that they're not influenced by uh, popular chatter. And and now we have it in the reverse, a decision that was being discussed. And, and I would assume, you know, some of the justices still may have been uh doing their research, trying to make a, a, a determination on how they were going to rule on the case, didn't happen. Didn't happen. So uh, that that in itself is a whole nother story about how, how, how we legislate and how we apply the judicial rules of this country to all the populace. Just think about that, you know, and as long as we are continually dealing with institutional racism, uh, biases, and, and, you know, all these things that um, continue to separate us, right, continue to put us in a, in, a, in a light where we can't find the common ground and it should be easy between everyone on this planet, whether they're American or, or otherwise. We should be able to find a common ground and work together for the good of all. Because we have one home. And that, that home is Earth right now. Uh, so may argue we got all kind of space explorations that may be trying to find another home. But until that happens, we have this home. And even if we did find another home, we do not have the means to get people off this planet in mass. Nowhere, not, not even close. So, you know, we have to begin to take life not so casual, I would say. I, and that might be flipping of me to say that. Um, because because as, as, as the saying goes, if you take life casual... 
you have the possibility of ending up a casualty. And, and we have the means of not being able to do that. We have the technology, we have the intelligence, we have the willingness, and we have the people who are able to come together and make things happen in a framework that allows life to work for, for all, right? And that, that includes the planet, the animals, the humans, the, the winged ones, um, all. And so we hope that uh, we can continue to move in that direction and find that. And so um, I, I'm looking at the time and my time is about up and, and I hope that uh, everyone is planning a great weekend. And if you're going to go celebrate Cinco de Mayo, have a joyous time. I uh, want to wish my cohort, uh, Reverend Briz, safe travels and enjoy the family. And um, we look forward to seeing you all next Friday on another edition of Ministers Talking Shit. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>